0: Welcome to the podcast everyone. Today we've got a banger. This is a question that comes up often and it's all about how do you get down to the Alps? You wanna plan a trip down to the Alps? What's the best way? Do you drive? Do you get the train? Do you fly? How much does it cost? We jump deep into chat here and discuss all things traveling to the Alps. So if you're planning a trip to the Alps and you're unsure, on your way of getting there, this is a podcast for you. Right, let's jump straight into the poddy. Right, so here we have Charlie Snellgrove on the line. He helps us run the French Alps trips and is based down in La Plan for a, all winter and a bit of the summer. So, Charlie, welcome to the podcast. Do you, yes, you like to introduce yourself quickly, and we'll get chatting about? today's topic.
1: Yeah so I'm just Charlie from Will I Ski and I've known Jay for how long? I don't know
0: a long time. At least a decade.
1: Is it? (laughs) Yeah you look the same.
0: Just a few just a few hairs lost.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah so um, and I've done ski chalets or catered ski chalets in the plan since like the 2014-15 doing our own thing and then I met Jay on our seasons before that in the summer actually mountain biking and then we just got in touch you had an idea you've got your cool YouTube channel which I love number one fan (laughs) apart from Paul and then um, yeah basically put a little thing together and it finally happened not the summer just gone the summer before that and we just well, only a few months ago, I got home from the second one. and I absolutely love it. It's so much fun. Mm. And yeah, we just worked together doing that. So I run the chalet side. And well, you guys know Jay and what he does, and then he does the other bits. So that's where well, we are.
0: Well, I thought it'd be good to get you on the pod poddy, just to have a chat about a question that I get a lot, which is about travelling to the Alps. So for anyone thinking of, Going to ride their bikes in the Alps in the summer. Mm. I get the question: What's best? Fly with my bike, drive down, de blah. And obviously, <laughs> you've done it loads of times. I have. So, from your experience, what's your preferred way? And like, what are the options that people have to get I down mean, so to the
1: Alps? Options in the summer are slightly different. So. Um... I would say it's not as easy compared to the winter, but obviously you can still get there however you want. So options are drive, fly, train maybe, but that could be difficult um, or a bit longer. And then, well, actually that's probably about it, isn't it? Those three, fly, drive, train. So flying obviously is easy. Transfers in the summer, uh, they're still there, depending on where you're going. Um, I think if you're going over towards Mordine or whatever, it's there's probably a few more because it's a bit closer. Mm. But getting to the rest of us, um, you can fly to Lyon, uh, you can fly to Geneva like normal, and then you can still get on a transfer. And obviously, that's going to be cheaper the more of you there are. But you have to obviously factor in the part if you have a bike or not. If you've got a bike, it's going to be a bit more difficult because they need different transport
0: yeah. but
1: you can look at things like hiring cars as well um which is a good option from the airport um and then yeah again it depends on if you've got your bag your bike bag or just nothing because if you're if you're just just flying without a bike and you're renting a bike again it opens up options again because you can get on the train from the airport or kind of look at anything yeah. shared share transfers try and buddy up but, I mean, flying is flying. Everyone knows how to do that. And if you've got a decent bike bag or box, it's not difficult. Just pack up your bike. You've got your own bike then, and then you yeah. can just pick when and where you want to arrive. So that's it's a good option, flying. Again, it's going to be down to the other end and getting to the resort that you're staying at. But it depends, like, who you're staying with, what you're doing, if you're doing it on your own. Um and that kind of advice comes from, I guess, who you're staying with.
0: But so, for people looking to fly down, the main airport has got to be Geneva, isn't it? Just give Geneva you is point.
1: definitely the easiest of all of them because it's got so many more options. Yeah. But in terms of flying from the UK and also in which resort you go to, because you can get the whole of the Alps from Geneva, no no trouble at all. Especially yeah. in the summer, it's so much quicker. Yeah. Looking at a couple of hours, like you know, because you've driven it. Yeah. Um, well, to the plan anyway. Um, so, yeah, flying to Geneva if you're going to fly, and then the option the other end they're not endless, but there's a lot, and could you can do it relatively cheaply, but it's also can be really expensive if you do it the wrong way.
0: Well, yeah, you can get a some place some companies do a like a shared transfer where you pay per bike per person each way. Yeah but then you might be limited on times depending on your flight. So you might yeah. have to get a private transfer and that's when it just gets outrageous.
1: Private transfers in the summer are expensive. Yeah. If you're looking at like a minibus style, but then again, it comes down to how many people you've got. Because yeah. if it's obviously the more people you've got, the cheaper it's going to be because it's spread over that cost. Yeah. Um, I do like the um, car rental option. From the airport because it's it, like there's no time factor, you can get there whenever you want. Um, but again, it does depend on if you've got a bike and how many people because you're not going to get a Fiat 500 with a bike.
0: You never <laughs> so, know. <laughs> no, well,
1: We've done I it mean,
0: before.
1: <laughs> I mean, we got what did we do once? We we rode to drove to didn't we drive to Champere once and we had three bike or, or was so, it Morjan?
0: Yeah, to Morjan, we had. Yeah, three downhill bikes, three people in size micro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I swear <laughs> we've done more people and more bikes than Phoebe's Old Fiesta. Yeah, uh, that is
0: possible, but you never know. It's
1: probably not worth it. But um, that's flying. So, I mean, flying yeah. is simple and it gives you lots of options. Um, but, I mean, if you're speaking to people like us, we're going to point you in the right direction. But yeah. it's all really, it is variable. But there are loads of options.
0: Yeah. So it's,
1: it's always a good one. But
0: yeah, because it's kind of feels quicker, but then realistically, by the time you take everything into context, you're still losing a day. Yeah, exactly. It's not it going to get there bit... early
1: enough to go riding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, you're still losing a day. And if you're driving down, which is probably our favorite option again, mm-hmm. you're losing a day, yeah, so it's worth thinking about. But yeah, t- let's what are your thoughts on driving then? Obviously, you've done that many times. What kind driving of driving is, yeah, what like, time are we looking at transfer wise?
1: Um, oh, what drive transfer wise from the airport,
0: you mean? No, no, Excellent. so yeah, just moving on from the airport chat. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so if you were driving, just down, driving. yeah, what are you thinking?
1: So I mean like you just said driving is definitely my preferred and one I would recommend to anyone else as well if they can because you can just bring what you need so you can bring your bike you can bring your tools that like even bike stands if you need it all that kind of stuff yeah. you've got the space because you know you can't bring it if you can't fit it in the car. So that's good the only I guess the only problem or difference for us is we're both down the south so I'm southeast where well, yeah. you pretty much are as well so it's really really easy for us um yeah because it's for me it's 40 minutes to the ferry or the train obviously everyone else is a bit further away It might play a part in the driving which is my, my might not be an option but it's still the same thing you can still bring everything and it's such an easy drive like you could I'm pretty certain I can do it without a um sat nav anymore because it's pretty much straight like you just go down yeah um and I mean, obviously the options across it's cheaper on the ferry but it takes a bit longer so it depends where you're coming from i usually go really early in the morning so i like to go on the ferry and have a bit of breakfast but um yeah. the train is great it doesn't even feel like you've been on it you just get on and then 30 minutes yeah. later you are in france and on the way which you love the train
0: train's the one if you <clears> it early yeah
1: otherwise that can get expensive but yeah um Either of those are really good. And then the drive down, like I said, it's it's just so easy. You can stop when you want, have a have a nap if it's Jay, or if it's me, <laughs> just power on through. And you're looking at anywhere between, I'd say, nine hours is a really good time. And you're just like, well, comfortable as well. That's just traveling the speed limit. Yeah. Um,
0: from Calais.
1: From Calais. And then um, we get other people, say in the winter, we get loads of people who leave on a like Friday afternoon or an evening and then stop someone on the way down and then make the way up
0: yeah,
1: the next day. So, I mean, this year we had the second week, we had loads of the guys driving and we had some drive through the night, some drive um, on the Friday, stay over somewhere and then come early. And then we had others who arrived just on the day at the evening and they got there like five ish, I think. So, that, and they'd left the same day. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the guys who arrived early some of them did they go riding i can't remember
0: no i think they did but they went up
1: to town for lunch and all that yeah. and it was just chilled and then just have a chilled afternoon putting your bike together and all that so driving's decent and i think we figured it out it's what it was like 200 to 300 per journey
0: including
1: our... on... yeah
0: yeah yeah it sounds about right it's hard to say because obviously whenever you listen to this it might have changed
1: yeah and it does depend on what like how you get across the channel yeah but I mean I think mine was five but I've also got a old Nissan Navara so it uses way more fuel but I think it was just under 500 quid for like return including my ferries I believe yeah which isn't bad especially if you've got Two, three, four. Yeah,
0: brings the it down.
1: There's no faff. You can yeah just park up there. And that's it. Done.
0: That's why I like the the tunnel, just because there is no faff. You're literally yeah. pulling off the UK motorway and then you drive nigh on straight on, straight on in. It's a half an hour transfer, and then you're then you're on the other side. Whereas yeah. the ferry is obviously cheaper, but it takes a bit more time. So it's a bit faffy. So you end up spending two hours on the ferry and then you're loading and loading off. Mm. But yeah, like I said, it's cheaper. Um, and then obviously you've got the tolls on the way down. The roads are much better condition than the UK, aren't they? Like you notice yeah, the difference better. on the way home straight away. Um, yeah, tell us about the tolls a little bit.
1: The tolls are just tolls like it's just like you said good quality roads there they're not like mega fast their speed limit figure like works out to be about 80 miles an hour for us so that's pretty good good as well better than the uk so you make yeah. a bit more ground obviously services and even hotels and town like villages and towns just off of the toll roads are just there yeah so on the way home from the winter we normally stop off and it um you can literally get off the toll, and you'll be somewhere to stay. Like fueling, all that—it's just—it's everything's so easy. And getting to the toll, you can get the little buzzers, like beepy things. Yeah. But I've never used one because uh, it doesn't save any money because um, it's actually the same price. But it is quicker if it's busy. But I'm lucky enough that I can travel not on the busy times. Yeah. In the summer, I don't think is that mad anyway. To be fair no because summer holidays are so split yeah. um and there's so much time like it doesn't really make that much difference in my opinion
0: yeah um, this it it's tricky isn't it it's it's hard to know when to travel I think because I feel like I've tried every way like leave leave the evening before sleep on the ferry drive as far yeah. as I can sleep in the van or leave in the morning like it's it's a bit of a toss up but if you end up depriving yourself of sleep you end up just becoming like a shell of a man on the other side but like <laughs> you might get there earlier but you are absolutely wrecked
1: yeah I don't
0: know so but I feel like if you could get like a before light crossing or like a crossing at like six in the morning say mm-hmm. then you're ready to go at by the time you get there it's what like eight o'clock in the morning ish on a ferry or you could be in France by by the time you're taking the train the clock change into context maybe like half seven and then you've just got the whole day just to press on yeah and I think
1: any option really does work with it because yeah you know you can't get away from the fact it's going to take you nine hours yeah so you just need to pick when's best for you
0: Yeah, yeah um
1: I do I do get a lot of people in the winter who do stay a night before, but they'll get they'll get across the channel the evening before, do a good two, three hours into France, yeah. stay somewhere, then get up, they have a nice breakfast, and then they're on the way again. And then they still get to us for like one or two in the afternoon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which would be amazing because then chalet's ready, they can sort themselves out, including the bikes. Um and then be ready for the next day because that is one thing about flying but if you've packed your bike away and whatever and you get there you still have had this full day traveling then you've still got to pack your bike or unpack your bike and make sure everything's ready to go because you don't want to waste the day after um so there is that as well but i mean yeah driving that's i'm just biased because driving is my favorite yeah but but flying is still decent
0: but also it in my mind it's quite clear if there's maybe two or three of you drive if you're going on your own fly yeah that's my thought but I think maybe looking at from a cost point of view that that's kind of makes sense because if you can get three of you or four of you in the van then you're splitting the cost three four ways and it works out really cheap
1: yeah and if you've got like obviously if you Happy to, and you can get a mate insured in a van or yeah. a car. You can share the drive. This all that is, which makes everything even easier. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, to be fair, driving in the summer, especially as well, is just the easiest by far. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that, and then obviously there's like the other option of a train. But to be honest with you, I haven't done the train in the summer. Done it in the winter when there's way more trains on. Yeah but if you've got a bike, it could be an issue because you've got to get it across Paris um, on the split there. There are probably other routes around, but most of them are looking at getting like a Eurostar to Paris and then getting a like a local train from there. So you'd have to travel from uh Garde Nord, like the north part down to Garda Lyon, which is the south part. You can do that via metro or a taxi or whatever. So yeah, if you've got a a bike with you it could be a bit more challenging
0: yeah that sounds sounds tricky to navigate
1: but if you haven't got a bike and you're renting one yeah. or if you're traveling say you've got a group of mates that are going down they're going to be riding and you just want to go or if you're family and you don't want to get in a car with a load of stinky blokes or whatever then it's a good option as well because the train is just so chill in France it's always on time as well yeah um And it's just the night, the scenery is just nice all the way down. Like, I've done it two or three times. Um, When Phoebe was pregnant, we had to go home for some stuff. Um, And we got the train because she couldn't fly. And actually, we really preferred it. Really? Yeah, it's nice. The train's good.
0: The end of the lines down in Bourg, St. Maurice, right?
1: Yeah, or if you're staying with us, you can get off at aim. So,
0: yeah, even easier. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Not yeah, it's
1: just not ideal for a bike. <laughs> no, I mean you might be able to keep it whole, ride it across. Yeah, ride right on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, just put your building. helmet on and get
1: straight up the funicular.
0: Yeah, do a lap straight down um down. Lat eight? No, less. Yeah. yeah, less. Less seven? Is it? Yeah, less seven. <laughs> um, but yeah, one thing I'd probably add to this chat is what is one thing i'd add to this chat mine's just gone blank no
1: i think it's going to be key to where you're going and who you're staying with yeah because obviously there's different options with different people or different companies um and some might make it really easy for you to fly by offering um different services the other end or some might be able to well like we would be able to easily help recommend like what to do
0: yeah
1: depending on where you're going so it it's I think it depends obviously the factors are endless of where you live in the UK like what vehicle you have all this so yeah. I think part of the thing is to I know part of the reason you're doing this podcast is to try and help people make their own decision but I think you're gonna have to play on the knowledge of the person who you're going with as well because yes. say for example you're going off to Morzine, then there's probably going to be a lot more options from the companies you're staying with because it's available to them too. Mm. But if you're doing your own exploration, then you're gonna just drive because then you can go to different places. Yeah. So um it really is a matter of booking a holiday and then or looking at the advice from that company, I think. Yeah. I was going to say booking a holiday with us, but I thought it couldn't really say that. But
0: <laughs> we're trying not to pitch. But I've just, it's just come back to me what I was going to say, and that is if you drive down, when you're in resort, wherever you may be, you've got the freedom of having your own vehicle. Which yeah, definitely. Which is actually really handy, like wherever you go. So you yeah. can nip off to the shops or blah, blah blah You can drive off to bike parks that aren't accessible on the lift passes. Yeah. And that is that's really handy or like visit the lakes or something in the evening or just stuff like that. You can really like explore a bit more with a vehicle. Well, It it opens up
1: your options the other end. But I think, I mean, making it relevant to kind of the mountain biking thing. One thing we see quite a lot is a big mechanical and a lot of the shops up in the resort aren't going to have what you need. So if you've got your own vehicle, you've got way more options to be able to get your bike back on the mountain Because if you can't get anywhere, you're not going to be able to sort it out and whatever. So there is that too. And I think that's quite a big one.
0: Yeah. Well, I Uh, think that's about covered it.
1: Perfect. Well, if you've got any
0: questions, email Charlie direct. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nice Hmm. one, boy. So you've made it this far all the way to the end of the podcast. And for that, I salute you. And I hope you learned a few things and hopefully it helped you prep uh, for your up and coming trip. If you've got any friends that are also thinking about this, give this podcast a share. It'd be greatly appreciated. And if you're really keen, it'd be brilliant if you could leave a review down on your podcast app. It helps the podcast grow and in turn helps other people with all their mountain bike issues. And, yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening, and we will see you again soon for another podcast. Over and out.